of the John Curley Sherry Elliker Show. Starring Sherry Elliker and Bonnie Franklin. Are you happy? <laughs> I'm happy. Thank you. There you go. Thank oh, you. Schneider diving in. One day at a time. Those are the old days when they used to do theme songs on uh, sitcoms. Remember the, when the family got in the car, Bonnie Franklin and her two daughters, and they they rode to wherever they were going, Indianapolis or someplace like that, and Start a new started life. over. Start yep. a new life. Yep. Yeah. Good old good days. All right. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Well, more business owners realize, gee whiz, these guys are coming in and robbing me. I don't want to be shot. Uh, I don't want my stuff stolen. I want to protect myself. So I'm going to go buy a gun. Here's King 5. So when we built the range, right, it was all about safety. Components are shooting away from... Tom Matos, owner of the Security Gun Club in Woodenville, says he's working to dispel misconceptions about gun owners and the reasons why they own guns. A lot of people who own guns are your friends and your neighbors. The why comes down to... I don't feel like I've been protected enough from the uh, from the criminal element uh, with the um, from the police. Robbers have targeted several smoke, vape shops, and dispensaries in recent months. King Five has reported on encounters where store owners shot people trying to rob them. Most recently in Ballard at the King Smoke Shop Monday afternoon, police say one of the owners shot back at his would-be robber, hitting and killing him. The co-owner was also shot and is still recovering in the hospital. There are store owners and store clerks uh, who want that additional protection. The shootout at King Smoke Shop doesn't surprise Tom because of customers he's seen come through his doors. Once the pandemic started and once the riots started in Seattle, uh, we did notice an increase in um, store owners coming in and purchasing firearms at that time. Those same store owners still have their guns, so Tom believes anyone looking to rob a place should think twice. It's a tragedy of what happened, uh, but the criminal element uh, has to know that if you're going to use a firearm, that is one of the consequences that you're facing. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you knew that the guy had a gun that's in the store, you'd probably be less likely to rob the store, right? Um, it's known as a uh, hot hot robbery is occurring. That's where the person that's breaking into somebody's home is breaking in in the middle of the day where the person is most likely home. It happens in the UK a lot because they know that in the UK you probably don't have a gun. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a gun, you're much better off than the guy without the gun. So as this guy points out, store owners are buying guns because they want to be able to protect themselves because people are coming in and just robbing them. So You've seen the video, Those sometimes those closed-circuit security cameras. The guy comes in with a gun, and then the store owner just pulls one out from underneath the counter and blasts away at the guy. Yeah. Have you heard of cases where then the store owner is charged with something? Ooh, or yeah. is there – yeah, that's isn't that kind of a, a scary thing for, for – people that own these uh these stores or you know something and, and they go and they buy a gun and then let's say the person comes in tries to rob them and what what they're using as a gun is a fake gun they shoot and kill them i mean there was a case in dc uh not too long ago there was a kid that was breaking into cars and um a guy went outside and was worried that i guess the kid was armed or something shot him and now he's um being charged with uh with manslaughter or second degree murder right there's that story and then the one that made national news was the guy was in the uh 
uh, like a fast food restaurant. This kid comes in with a gun. Turns out to be it looks very real. It's an airsoft, and he robs everybody at um, gunpoint. And one of the customers sitting there, the guy with the gun, after robbing everybody, walks by him. He gets up out of his chair and hits him. Mm-hmm. twice and then walks over and then shoots him while he's on the ground a couple more times. That guy's in trouble. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, but I know they arrested him in that case. By the way, after he shot the guy numerous times, he then went and got all the money that the guy had stolen from everybody and gave all the money back. You can get yourself in trouble. I've got a good friend whose son was pinned onto the ground and two or three kids were beating the hell out of him. And he pulled out a gun and shot the guy, killed him. And then they arrested him. And my buddy had to pay $250,000 to get his kid uh, free. So wow. it's tough. I'll tell you, he, Andy will tell you the stories of what it's like when they arrest your kid. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're the one that shot him. You have to show that you had a reason to shoot him. And, you know, was your life threatened? It's you pull that trigger, you better get ready because there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that's going to happen to you. But at the same time, if you're a sitting duck in those stores, and we had seen a couple of months ago, these guys are going in and stealing in those uh, pot shops, and they would get the money, get whatever they wanted out of the place, and then they'd shoot the people. Yeah, shoot them anyway, even though they got what they wanted. They would still... You know, and that's the, that's the judgment call you have to make. It's like, do I defend myself? Or you know, even if I comply, they may kill me anyway. Yes. Yeah. So um, they always say that whenever there's Barack Obama is the greatest gun salesman, uh, Joe Biden is now a great gun salesman in the state of Washington. They're also going to spur more gun sales because they've got some legislation that they want to get passed regarding rifles um, in the state of Washington. Did you see this one? Yeah, they've got uh, they've got some legislation. It's HB 1240. Uh, They want to prohibit the sale and distribution of any AR-style assault rifles um, that's moved out of committee, um, Mm -hmm. and it it looks like it may pass. Um, There's another one, HB 1143, and that's a permit-to-purchase program. And when you get your application, you have to be fingerprinted by law enforcement, get a certificate from a gun safety training course, and also you have to go through live fire training. So these are what... They have been calling common sense gun laws. Mm-hmm. Here's the number that they look at, and this is the one that's kicked around all the time: six hundred and forty-seven annual mass shootings. But if you look with the numbers and how the FBI, that would literally represent every situation in the United States where more than two or three people were shot with a gun, fatally or not. That's something to keep in mind. And then Mother Jones which is a far, far left organization, digs into the database and finds out that number really isn't true. So when they talk about these mass shootings done with these AR-15s, these very scary assault weapons, and that's what they like to go after there in Olympia because, oh, it's such a scary gun. Oh, it's so scary. And then you had the President Obama, the oldest man ever elected to office, who can't quite make it up a flight of uh, stairs leading to Air Force One. Uh, he fell again yesterday. that um why does anybody need uh you you don't need to what are you gonna the deer is gonna have a kevlar vest on you don't need to hunt with an ar-15 these are weapons of war i know a lot of people that have ar-15s and i sent you a picture of myself with a scary gun you look very afraid (laughs) whoa he's sitting on my bar stool look at oh no 
People do hunt with an AR-15. And they want to be able to... Semi-automatic. They're all semi-automatic. The thing they don't like is, oh, it looks really scary. Because it's got a stock, and it's got this, and it's got a muzzle flat, and it's got this. That's a scary-looking gun. So they want to ban those, because they think those are the big problems. Those are the big problems. So in... As far as like mass shootings are concerned, so from 2021 to 2022, 547 people die, right, from this mm-hmm. defined as a mass shooting from the FBI. In the same amount of time, 100,000, 100,000 people died in the streets of major cities across the United States. Not with a scary-looking gun, but with a handgun. Most often a handgun. Oh, most of them are all semi-automatic. Someone's going to shoot somebody with a thirty-eight revolver. But they like to go after these guns because these are scary. When they survey people in Seattle that don't hunt, have never fired a gun, don't understand anything about it, yes, do that. Block those. Get rid of those. Those are the scary things. It's not going to do anything other than cause people to go buy guns. I was by this shop I go to. The guy's like, yeah, people know it's coming. So get these guns. They are 15s. You know, they run you through a background check. You can buy a shotgun standing there. You buy a shotgun. They run a couple quick things. The next thing you hand you a shotgun. They are 15 to make you wait a little while. I don't mind the idea that you might have to take a safety course. I think that's a good idea. You shouldn't be able to buy a gun and not understand how it works. People do accidentally discharge the weapon. You want somebody to be able to make sure that you know what you're doing when you buy a gun. I get that. That's fine. You know, but don't don't make me come back every single year and retest again um, for the permit on the thing. But, you know, pass the test if you need to pass the test. But this idea of banning the gun, you're only going to cause people to go out and buy more of those guns. But, yeah. Were you scared when you saw my scary gun sitting there in the bar stool, Sherry? I was scared at how scared you looked. I was scared. You, you were very scared. <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was going to do because apparently those guns kill people. Well, and it was sort of perched in a way that if it had fallen off the off of the chair or whatever it was on, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I would be a little afraid. Mm-hmm. I, I think that these, you know, there no one's ever going to agree on on what the perfect amount of um i don't want to say gun controls but I, no one's ever going to agree on this I, I agree with you that the safety measures are a good thing that's good for everybody even if you know if you have nothing nefarious planned you still should know how to shoot a gun you should still be able to do that um and and have that safety uh training yes so you could buy a gun i don't know if west coast armory does this but that's one that advertises on cairo with dora they used to do it you go buy a handgun Talking to the guy about the handgun you want to purchase. And maybe, I don't know if they do this. I know they do have classes that you can sign up for. You buy the handgun. Guy talks to you. Hey, listen, on Saturday we're going to have over here. You can learn how to shoot, learn how to load, learn how to clean. You know, you sign up for the class. I'm sure they have it. I don't know what the specifics are, if you pay or whatever it is. But that's fine. Good. Understand how to work it. It is. It's a deadly weapon. And it's a reason it's a deadly weapon. Because you want it for your own protection or you want it to hunt with or whatever it is that you have a gun, you have a constitutional right to have it. But these guys in Olympia, because they don't hunt, they've, they're not out there, but they're not working a store where they need it necessarily, but they, oh, people are scared of it. It's such a scary looking gun. And they use the term gun violence. I would like to see a gun brought up on charges and have that gun defend itself in court. 
Well, this is what the Washington State Director for the NRA said about these two um, bills that are up for a vote or Uh at least being talked about. Banning semi-automatic rifles will not reduce violent crime or enhance public safety, but it will hinder self-defense rights of many law-abiding Americans. Um, AR-15s are the most popular rifle in America and are used by millions for a variety of lawful purposes every day. Yeah. So I have a whole bunch of coyotes that are right near where I am. And in the morning, the one coyote comes out and does this yip, 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 and jumps around. And my dog's like, whoo, hey, a friend. Never seen him before. Looks a little weird. Doesn't have a collar. But he seems really excited to see us. And you know what he does? The coyote? Does he chase the dogs? No, he does the puppy bow and he does the yipping and stuff to make it seem like, hey, I'm fun. I just want to play. I'm, you know, yeah, I live in the other neighborhood. And then he wants the dogs to chase him up the hill where all of his buddies are waiting to eat my dogs. You really think the coyote is that um, strategic? Yes, that's what that they he do. Knows, he knows what to do. He knows how to, like, they all sit around in coyote committee, and they're like, okay, here's what you do. Go over there, mm-hmm. lean forward like you're a dog, yep. and they'll think you're one of us. Dogs, I think, know the difference of what a species is. Mm-hmm. I think they, they would know that, right? But they may not know how dangerous they are. It's Sherry, I'm telling you right now, everybody who's got a 509 in front of their phone number is jumping off of their Herculean couch putting down their course light and texting us right now because that's the way they do it. That's the way they roll. It's a, this thing. They figured it out. It's a way to cut them out of the, to pull them out, get them into the herd. And then they take them up and then eat them. And they said, you'll never see your dogs again. You will hear your dogs being eaten because you're going to hear. Oh, well, 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 I'm just building up to the fact that when I take my dogs out, I write to my friend, Larry, Hey, look at these tracks. Yep. Those are coyotes. He knows how big they are and all this other stuff. So I carry an AR-15 when I walk my property with my dogs. Okay. I I have no problem with that. I think that's smart. I think if you've got wild animals and you have to defend yourself and your dogs, you have every right to do that. You should do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And why an AR-15? That I don't know because I don't know enough about that particular gun to know why that's superior and why that's preferential. Because I want to be able to take a number of shots at these things and shooting it with a handgun less likely to hit it i uh, don't want to shoot a 30 30 because the the round goes for like a mile so i just want a little two two three and boop 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 shoot at him boop, boop, boop. can they um would a coyote be uh, intimidated by the fact that there's a human with the dogs, where they know better than to go near it. If it's that's if right, it's, yeah. If there's a human, they won't come. They, they, okay. And and the gun does scare them off. The sound of the gun does scare them off. Beep 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 beep. Exactly. I ran out there in my my morning outfit. I won't describe it because people might be eating. And I ch- chased this stinking coyote off the property because it was going after Al. I see how it happens, Sherry. I'm telling you right now. Ain't pretty. Nature ain't pretty like that. Speaking of ain't pretty, let me describe my morning outfit to you. <laughs> I'll send you a photo. Oh, dear. Are you sure? 
We, get, get human resources. Human resources. Yeah. We, we've Wait, already been in trouble a couple of times. We don't want to push it. Uh, that's all right. all right. That's all right. I'll black out some of the spots. Here we go. If that uh, property tax story that Aaron just told you about has got you a little scared, by the way, they don't tell you about this, but if you're a senior, I don't want you to know this, but if you're a senior or if you're a person with disability, you can apply for a discount. You can apply to be able to not have to pay as much. So they've got property tax relief programs for seniors and people with disabilities, um, and they show you what you can do. you got to be 61 as you're 57 years of age, surviving spouse. Anyway, they don't advertise this because it means less money for them. But if you'd like to be able to qualify, see if you can qualify, and you don't have to pay as much in taxes if you're over the age of 61 senior. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate that. Okay. Well, they're getting ready, Sherry, because the Academy Awards are going to be happening. And I think there's 14 people are going to be watching. And look out. They're ready this time because they said, you know, we're not going to have people running up on stage and slapping people. Um, by the way, Will Smith laughed at the joke first. Then he looked over at his wife. And his wife's like, mm, not funny. And then Will Smith, oh, that's not funny. So he'd go down there, goes up there and slaps um, Chris Rock. So... What's the Academy Award decided to do this year? The, the, the CEO is speaking out about it, huh? The CEO is speaking out because there have been a couple of issues. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this Andrea Riceboro scandal. Um, uh, this uh, this is an actress that got nominated for uh, Best Best Actress, and it was a, a movie called To Leslie. I I think I read where only twenty seven thousand people went to see it, ah. but people like Gwyneth Paltrow and Ed Norton started this texting campaign and tried to get people to vote for her because they thought it was such an outstanding performance. Mm-hmm. And they say that they could have broken the rules because they named other potential nominees in their petitions for uh, Andrea Riseborough. Now. Ah. The other problem was that she boxed out two black nominees, so they were. He's dealing with that particular um, scandal, along with what happened with Will Smith, along with the fact that nobody's really watching this show anymore. So one of the things that they've done, John, Mm. is that they are having a crisis communication team uh, in place Mm -hmm. in case something bad happens. It says because of this is what the, the new head of the whole thing says, because of last year, we've opened our minds to the many things that can happen at the Oscars. But these crisis plans, the crisis communication teams and structures we have in place allow us to say this is the group that we have to gather very quickly. This is how we all come together. This is the spokesperson. This will be the statement. And obviously, depending on the specifics of the crisis, and let's hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use these, but we have already have frameworks in place that we can modify. Huh. So I assume when it happened before... um, Remember how poorly they handled it? Uh, yes. Yeah. So maybe now it's like, well, what are you going to do if somebody comes up on stage and hits somebody? Or what are you going to do if somebody does it? What are you going to do to so the guys like, well, we got it's an emergency plan. So everybody get ready. Then they get the team together and they get the people on there. And of course, since it's Hollywood, you have to have the you have to have the right color and the people that like to have sex with the right people and all that other stuff because they're really into that there in Hollywood. So get the best team ready to go in case something terribly goes wrong. Don't you think... Because of the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock slap, more people talked about the Academy Awards than ever? I think that they did, but I don't think it's out of... 
I don't think it's outrageous for them to have this in place. When you're doing a live show like that where mm-hmm. anything can happen, it's kind of remarkable that it's taken this long for something to really create that much of a uh, that much attention, that much of a of a of a spectacle. Well, it there was a streaker. Like, Remember the there year was there was a streaker. A streaker. Yes, um, that's right. When streaking was uh, was okay, and people thought that was staged because the joke was so good and so fast. I forget the actor that delivered. Well, there's a person not not ashamed to show us his shortcomings or something like that. Um, yeah, right. So and be- and I don't know if this is a dig at at Chris Rock, but when they asked this guy about Jimmy Kimmel, who's hosting this year, he said it's so important to have a host who knows how to handle live television and a live audience. That's a very specific skill, and there aren't a lot of people that can do that well. Jimmy is a dream to work with. He's funny. He's respectful. His edges aren't too sharp. I think people in the audience feel very safe and engaged with his energy. We're thrilled Jimmy is coming back, and we hope this is the beginning of a lovely, long, new relationship with him. So I don't know if he's taking a little shot at Chris Rock saying that Chris, you know, Jimmy Kimmel is not going to insult anybody. Jimmy Kimmel isn't going to push anybody's buttons saying that he's safe. Hmm. Oh, so safe is bad. No, saying that he's saying they're playing it safe. Chris Rock it. is, is edgy. You know, Chris Rock took a shot at, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jimmy Kimmel would never do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, um, the guy that does family guy, didn't he host it one time? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And um, I can't believe I can't remember his name because I love him. Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Yes, yeah. Um, and it was it was really <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, he went after like he I can't believe he got away with what he got away with. But I think they thought, OK, let's really try to get an audience in here. And if we're as edgy as we can be. Maybe people will will take us seriously or or start to watch us as real entertainment. Well, because they had seen how well the Golden Globes had done, right? When Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes and took shots at everybody and everybody was talking about, they still talk about how Ricky Gervais just went to town on everybody. Let's, hey, I got, let's do the same thing, right? Let's get Mm -hmm. Seth MacFarlane in there to host the, the, the Academy Awards. And that'll be really wild. But the guy, I mean, if they were to get the people from South Park, it'd be even worse because oh. they have no <laughs> respect for the Academy Awards. You ever watch the two guys that got nominated uh, that were doing Seth Park, uh, doing South Park? They both had dropped acid, and one of them was in a dress. Did you ever hear this story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I mean, I, I remember it very well. Well, they yes. talked about it a couple of years later, and they're like... They just made fun of the whole thing, the whole show. They made fun of it, and they were really, really, really... One guy goes... Yeah, I was uh, boy, when they walk on that red carpet, I was tripping. I mean, I don't know what I was saying and doing, and and then they would show clips of them being interviewed by these reporters. So tell us what you're wearing, because the guy was wearing a dress, right? And they just yeah. they made mockery of the entire industry. Um, you know that if you had South Park, then people would watch the thing. I would tune in to watch, right? Because you never too. know what's going to happen. Like NASCAR, where one guy doesn't have one of the lug bolts on the wheel. If you knew that one of these cars has a loose lug bolt, tune in to NASCAR tonight, right? You'd watch the car go flying off the track. There's nothing nothing bad's going to happen because, yeah, because that um, it's going to be some political digs. They'll take shots at Donald Trump. They'll hit uh, Rick DeSantis because they're so political. They'll make some mockery of probably something about abortion or something. Yeah, right. It's going to be kind of tired, but... 
get somebody in there that's just a loose cannon. That would be fun to watch. But the Academy they, Award, it's far too dignified. Well, and and what he doesn't realize is being safe is the exact way to k- keep people away from watching. He wants to bring back the technical awards and uh, more live performances. And live performances could be good, but uh, the technical awards? Nope. Nope. That's the one, you know, these awards were presented earlier today. Because <laughs> no one wants to watch. Yeah. Plus, most of the movies, most of the people haven't seen. That's the other thing. 80% of the movies produced are sequels. Did you know that? So in 1981, I think 12 or 13% were sequels. Now, Hollywood, because there's so much money riding on these things, let's just do another sequel. Sequel after sequel after sequel. All sequels, because if you're going to put the money up, you got to know that there's a crowd for it. Plus, it's all for kids. After the age, I think, of 16, you're... You go to the movies less and less and less often. So most movies are produced for the mass audience of younger viewers. Well, and those are the ones that never get nominated for anything, just like comedies never get nominated. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh You ready? Let the mailman to come. Bring the open the door. Let the mailman. Teeny. Teeny. Jacob, she's asleep. Tap the jar. Tap the jar. I'm the mailman. As you can see, I'm the mailman. Don't nobody she wake now. Me. I'm the mailman. Okay, Teeny. I'm the mailman. I bring the mail. Oh, she's oh, you're resting her eyes. It is no big deal. It is a big deal. Four hours. That's all we're asking for. <sighs> Sherry? I am staying out of it. She's your responsibility. Sherry, no potatoes for you. No potatoes for you, Teeny. No potatoes. Potatoes. No potatoes. No potatoes for you. But? No, no but. You didn't do your job. You fell asleep. There's no letter of the day. No potatoes. This is a disaster. It's your fault. Sorry. Is is the mic on? Are we on? Okay. All right. Uh, we'll get to the letter of the day, if there is one, uh, right after this. Let's take care of all the rest. Here we go. Okay. Traffic stops. Brad the Painter says this. In Seattle, they lowered all speed limits to 25 and 35 in the name of safety. Mm-hmm. Then in the name of equity, they stopped making traffic stops. So now I speed like crazy. Speed like crazy. 253. Uh, we wish we shouldn't pass laws because of antidotes. Uh, we should just pass laws based on statistics. Thank you, 253. Uh, 253 also says, this reminds me of the people that say that the death penalty stops people from committing murders. I've never seen one murderer say he stopped to consider the consequences before he killed somebody. Mm-hmm. 425. Hey, John, uh, what would that new law, would that new law allow you to drive in the HOV lane without getting a ticket? Well, we shall see. Uh, John's personality, 253 says, John <laughs> just made me realize no matter how much money somebody has, you can always make them feel stupid. Is that an, is that a is that a letter of support? Uh, it's hard to yeah, that could go either way. <laughs> okay, I'll take his love. Uh, Two oh six, uh, John. I just heard your story regarding your behavior, the sailing class, and discussing your personalities. That's what I try to do in similar situations. Remember, one of the four agreements: take nothing personally. I know. Make no assumptions. 
Okay, 253. This is a long one. Hi, John. To make you feel better about sailing, I just know it absolutely sucks. Nothing is worse than a floating tunnel of seasick and slop and the lovely PNW elements that you can't escape. As an avid power boater cruising oh leisurely by some poor schmuck on his wind-powered vessel in three-foot seas and rain without spilling a drop of my champagne <laughs> just makes more sense to me. Not to mention I can escape the weather and don't even need to reach for my furs to keep warm in my plush and heated salon. Well, all of this may sound more appealing, and you are far too rich. The paramount reason you should not participate in sailing is that it's a predominantly liberal sport in our area. Do you really want to sail the high seas with a bunch of mask-wearing Inslee lovers? Yuck. Uh, We're talking about um, nut juice. 360 says, squeeze an apple. What do you get? You get apple milk? The guy goes, the woke community will be next, will will be on that next. Really? Uh, what, the woke? Huh? We got a woke people going after that one? All right. Keep going. 253 says, I had a bad perm in the 80s. My coworker took one look, laughed, and said, it'll grow out. <laughs> Kyle in Olympia says, John, I was with you when you peed in your beer. I didn't do that, Kyle. I was with you when you swam in cold water. Well, thank you. And being a weird neighbor. But a perm? I know exactly one boy that got a perm in the 80s and still remind him to this day that he got a perm. I remind him often. Now, I know two. Good job. I feel embarrassed. You got a perm? <laughs> the last line's the best, though. And ha-ha, you got a perm. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> it grew out. Okay. Keep going. I think he was trying to support you. Uh, store owners buying guns. Doug in Mount Vernon says, Surgeon General's warning, smoke shops are hazardous to your health. Ooh, I like that one. And Bobby in Tacoma, uh, there was a case in, in a Spanaway a couple of years back. Owner was charged because he shot the dude in the back. Oof. Mm. Ending on a sad note. Okay, Teeny, at the last minute. And Thank now you. it is time for the letter of the day. Here we go, boys. <laughs> Jerry? Okay, this comes from Fox Island G. I think I missed something. Just got back in the car, and all I heard was curly hair nut juice. <laughs> that is why it is essential, Fox Island G, <laughs> nut juice, that you listen to the entire... Andrew, in the book, did you listen to the uh, yeah, whole show, that, or yeah. none of it makes sense? All right? None of it. Four hours, and it all comes together. At the That's end. all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Right, Didn't Sherry? No more. That's Didn't all you need. Teeny, potato for you. Good job. Potato. That's right.